Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. Small towns have their own rhythms of excitement, you may have noticed. Events that change the daily patterns and interactions. When I lived in Stinson Beach, it was minor earthquakes or high tides that covered Route 1 and flooded the houses closest to shore. You usually can't feel an earthquake when you're driving, which is why one day I blithely rolled into town to find everyone outdoors looking alarmed. The bookstore and firehouse had emptied. The surf shop. People left their lunches half-eaten at the parkside. I was mystified. This was before cell phones, so no one was scrolling. They were looking at the sky and telling each other their earthquake stories. A small crack in the asphalt near the center yellow line had appeared, but no one remembered if it had been there the day before. You get some random shifting when a town is built on pine needles and sand. Today in Nevada City, a town built on pine needles and granite, the power is on after a snowy, sleety couple of days, and pear ginger muffins are emerging from the kitchen at Three Forks. People are gathered in from the cold, discussing the election, how much snow they got at what elevation, and isn't it great that fire season's over? Privately, I don't think fire season will ever be over again, but I kept mum. Far be it for me to dash anyone's hopes. I have many opinions, but a poet's actual job is to observe, not to lecture. I'll describe the smoke. You may draw your own conclusions. Likewise, I have nothing useful to say about elections. I did vote, and you probably know how I voted, but the work of helping people all over the world to be safer and healthier invariably continues. Paying my bills this morning gave me a tiny soupçon of excitement right there in the living room, though. After 53 years of resentment, I sent 25 bucks to my old grammar school. This is the place that didn't realize or ignored the signs in the late 1960s that I was being molested at home, despite my acting out in large and small ways. Their plea for donations brought back an impossibly stupid joke our seventh-grade English teacher played on somebody, and I couldn't stop laughing. Jim Irwin was handsome, which belied a goofy interior, and kind of a tennis star, too, so he got away with a lot. I've forgotten who he played the joke on, but it had to be a popular male student with a good sense of humor. This kind of thing could go so wrong. We were milling around for some reason, and Mr. Irwin ran his hand under the spigot in the classroom sink. Then he walked up behind whoever it was and faked a big achoo, spraying the victim's neck with the water. Mixed shrieks of disgust and glee, depending on where you were watching from, as the outraged kid turned to find Mr. Irwin in stitches and started laughing too. So dumb and gross and silly as ridiculous as a fart joke. That memory and the unexpected belly laugh suddenly seemed worth $25, as well as remembering that times change, and so can we. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California.
Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.